Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. When I see your face and you wave your hand and I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand with the sun through the blinds and you play my jam. Good morning to you. When I see your face and you wave your hand. Hello and welcome to the stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is John Carlo Altuve, and joining me as always, the president of a South Philly emirate and the criterion Nigerian from Ethiopia, it's Nader Samara. Was that in Johnny Boy? Not much, man. What's happening with you? I'm chilling. Uh, the song y'all just heard was Good Morning by Leftway from the album Paris in Maryland. Stick around at the end of the episode to hear the song in full and follow Leftway on Instagram at Leftway. That's L-E-F-F-W-A-Y. Uh, and if you want to submit a song, hit us up on Instagram. That's at the stream pod uh, on Instagram. That's uh, at the stream underscore pod on Twitter. And or we can just email us at uh, the stream pod at Gmail. Good morning to you. This is episode 49 of the stream, Nader. The Armando Benitez episode. I fully disagree. I think it's the Shannon Anderson episode. And as the real New York Knicks fan of this podcast, <laughs> I think my word is gold. Also, shouts to Tony Richardson, former fullback for the Jets. <laughs> see, I, see, why wouldn't you tell me uh, someone that we both knew? You suck. Because I wanted you to say the Knicks. Suck it. So... Uh, On today's episode, we will be reviewing the movie Mank, and in our buffering segment, we are doing the second annual Streamy Awards, where we go over the best films from the year prior. Keeping it wet, year to year. Uh, (laughs) Nodder. What? Yep. I'm 43. Biggest joke of the movie. We watch Mank! Hello, everyone. Make yourself to home, Mr. Mankowitz, or shall I call you Herman? Please, call me Mank. 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 This is Herman Mankowitz, but we're to call him Mank. Mankowitz. Herman Mankowitz. New York playwright and drama critic turned humble screenwriter, Mr. Hurst. This is a business where the buyer gets nothing for his money but a memory. What he bought still belongs to the man who sold it. That's the real magic of the movies. Thunder. Lightning. Gary Oldman plays 20 years below his age, gets in a fight with a man about a contract that he signed, uh, wins an Oscar. Mank. Nailed it. <laughs> Got it yep. won. Um, yeah. So this is uh, the uh, David Fincher movie uh, written by his father, Jack, uh, the screenplay that was uh, in the 90s, uh, that tells the story of Herman Mankiewicz, who was one of the writers of Citizen Kane. Uh, Nader, you watched this movie for the first time today. I watched it for the second time today. I watched it originally when it came out back in October. What was? What are your initial impressions of Mank? Fresh off your first screening. I'm 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 manking it. I'm thanking it and I'm manking it. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought uh, all the performances were nice. I thought the dialogue was kind of snappy. Um, I think uh, we talk about this all the time. I I don't believe that anything that is that is meant to be an homage to old Hollywood should be two hours. So. I guess my beef is with the is with the runtime, um, and uh, I I I'm trying I I definitely the, I was not bored. I was pretty much always like engaged. I would say the only time mm. I the movie lost my attention was uh, the time bef- the 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 speech before Gary Oldman throws up. Everything before he throws up, I'm like I don't really give a shit about this. Um, but I did enjoy the uh, the Charles Dance performance and and uh, speech right after that about how he's the court jester that's gonna dance when he says dance and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. And uh, I I gotta say this is the first. We, I mean we have, we've done a couple serious movies, but I will say these this is the first serious movie with uh, quotes that I uh, very much enjoy, and there's only a few of them. No, they're not. Uh, it's one of those cures that could be worse than the disease. Uh, that is, Mankow- uh, that is someone uh, telling telling Mankiewicz uh, the effects of his screenplay if it was to that's, be made. Wait, that's uh, that's his brother talking to him. Not not his brother. The the uh, the, the the kid whose aunt is. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Charles uh, Ledger or something like that. The the guy's yeah, Marion Davis's uh, nephew. Uh yeah, uh, <laughs> there you, exactly. There you go. Um. I already said utopian son of a bitch. Love that. Uh, or more specifically, uh, <laughs> there's nothing making me happier than hanging up this utopian son of a bitch. Uh, 
Socialism, or in socialism, everyone shares the wealth. In communism, everyone shares the poverty. <laughs> yep. You know what it is, baby. <laughs> um, you cannot capture a man's entire life in two hours. All you can hope <sighs> is to leave the impression of one. I think that was just an excuse for them to say, listen, it's not going to be a perfect biography. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this is a business where the buyer gets nothing for his money but a memory. What he bought still belongs to the man who sold it. That's the real magic of the movies. I really like that quote, actually. That's a yeah. great quote. Mayor talking to Mank. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we got uh, Mank. Uh, if you keep telling people something untrue loud and long enough, they're apt to believe it. Yep. Those are great. That's great. And then uh, when Man- um, I think Mank's uh, wife has uh, my my favorite quotes, which are, uh, God damn if I haven't rehearsed it in my head a million times, <laughs> when she's about to snap on her husband, which I yeah. think we can all relate to. Um, uh, as well as in the same scene, she says, I'm going riding. I haven't seen a horse's face in a while. That's it's just, a very good that's just good. That's just good wifing right there. Like, come on now. Um, uh, she's seen oh, a horse's then, ass. That's that's definitely the joke. <laughs> that's essentially it. Um, and, then, and then, of course, my, my personal favorite quote of the entire movie, still hers, still, still my girl Sarah. Um, not to be confused with, I think, sad old Sarah or some fucked up shit. Um, poor, poor Sarah. Poor Sarah, yeah. Um, never. Uh, best line of the movie for me. They're they're getting their reservation at a restaurant. Uh, the uh, maitre D asks for their name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she says, M-A-N-K-I-E-W-I-C. And then a Z out of nowhere. Just, again, that's just good wifing. That's just great wifing. Like, you want, that's the wife you want. I'll tell you this. I feel like the dialogue of Mank and his wife seem like they're part of a different movie because they all they're written in such a quippy way it's like the like this was said about uh so i heard someone say this about all about eve which happens to be written by joe mankowitz which is just a different coincidence but uh how that movie is written as if it's the quippy comeback you wish you had the next day is like all the dialogue in that movie and that's all the dialogue of mank and his wife yeah that's why the rehearsal shit hits so hard because it all is like, yeah, this is some good premeditated hating. I'm all about yeah. it. Um, so I think I really enjoyed Tom Burke as Orson Welles and Amanda Seyfried as Mary Davis. I think they do a great job. Charles Dance I think they did a as good job uh, of screen, William Randolph screen time also. economy too. Yeah. Not too much Orson, not too little. Felt very, yeah, felt I, I, a lot of gravitas when he was on the screen. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Tom Burke was really good in the, the bits he had. But, um... I just think that Gary Ullman to play this character is a really odd casting choice. Really? Yeah. I mean, we just saw Wesley Snipes play 20 years over over his age, and we praised him for it, so just saying. I don't think you can compare the two. (laughs) One November Uh, ago. When he says he's 43, they have to not show you his face because that's the most absurd thing for him to say. I didn't understand why they just kept it out of the movie and then just said that he died when he was 55 because then we wouldn't have thought about it as much. Then, I, I, hate, mean, I, we, hate, I hate that. I, well, you know. Also, Gary Oldman playing the very Jewish man. <laughs> super, super. The whole premise of this movie is on the uh, is based on the Colleen, uh, Pauline Kael article about what happened, and that's been debunked, and a lot of the stuff in that has been proven to be not necessarily true or kind of just hearsay. And um, so I think that uh, what we can kind of gather from the writing, because the whole premise of this movie is that Herman Mankiewicz wrote the entire movie and um, there's an argue for the credit and they both claim to have done it themselves, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that there's definitely some things that Orson Welles added to the movie and Herman Mankiewicz definitely gave him a, a solid foundation, especially since he had the relationship with William Randolph Hearst, so he was closer to him and all that stuff. But even if Mank wrote every single word of Citizen Kane, the success of the film is entirely on Wells's artistry and how amazing of a director and how of a thinker he was and the fact that he was able to do everything without studio notes. Because as you see from the what happened with the Magnificent Ambersons and the rest of Orson Welles' career, when he didn't have complete control anymore... Um, Obviously, it was very different uh, going forward. But um, that being said, obviously, Herman Mankiewicz was a talented writer. Uh, I just think that the whole conceit of the movie is a little a little much for me. Are you familiar with the Metacritic score of Citizen Kane? If it's not 100, I'd be surprised. 
It is 100. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Um, I, and I'm pretty sure the Metacritic works similar to Rotten Tomatoes in that any review written is going to be a positive one because it's going to be written recently and you're not going back to watch Citizen Kane and write a scathing piece about it. And Citizen Kane, while I don't think it's the best movie ever, I think it is a fantastic film. And it'd be, I think if you're trying to not like Citizen Kane, that's the only way you're not going to like it. You know what I mean? Like, if just for what it is, it's a great movie. Haven't seen it. That's fair. Oh, it no is? I thought you were going to bust my ass. Damn, all right. Cool. No, you don't need to watch it. I think you should. I think you I would feel enjoy like I do it. Need, oh, wow. I, I, I'm very surprised to hear you say I don't need to watch Citizen Kane. I was under the impression I mean, that I you literally had to. You personally okay. need to, yes. Okay, yeah. I bet <laughs> but like the average I was like, person bold does. words, John. <laughs> uh, do you like the fact that this movie was shot digital, but they made scratches and imperfections to make it look like it was old-timey? Oh, no. I just assumed. I thought, I thought Venture was better than that. No, I thought Venture it was only shot on film. Digital. That's his thing? He, he's yeah, a he Generation digital, X maybe. filmmaker? That only he's the, the auteur digital director. What the fuck? <laughs> Some weird shit. Um, well, I guess we don't need to do the goddamn David Fincher retrospective because uh, the con- the cornrows have been covered. They've been cornrowed. You know what I'm saying? They've been cornrowed. Um, I, um, no, I, I did like this movie. I actually I do understand the Amanda Seyfried uh, Oscar nomination now. I, I do actually like her performance a lot. Um uh, but it's it's ironic because it, the the film ends basically with Fincher, uh, you know, non metaphorically taking the shots for the Oscar he's gonna lose in April, where he's like, uh, uh, Ors- Orson Welles' line is uh, that, or rather, he's he's asked, uh, how do you feel about the film being nominated for ten Oscars and only won one? And he's like, that's that's just Hollywood, and uh, that's definitely gonna happen to David Fincher, but to, but worse because it's gonna be zero, um, unless he has production uh, design. If he's got production design, he's in there. Well, production design is definitely going to be in the conversation uh, because it, it it looks fantastic. I mean, they did a really good job recreating a lot of that old old time stuff. But. It feels dreamy and genuine like that. When you say it's it was shot on on digital, um, I was very surprised because I felt immersed in the world and was having as good a time as I do with uh, movies from that era as I as I do. Well, I can tell you right now, this is nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Actor, Supporting Actress, Production Design, Cinematography, Costume Design, Makeup and Hairstyling, Original Score, and Sound. Mm. You think, have they have they given makeup to a black and white movie before? I believe the artist did get makeup. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they but I'm not 100% one. sure. They got that one in the bag, but but then again, um, I mean, most of the screen time is Mank, and that's that's not the makeup I'm, I'm rewarding, in case you're guessing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, unless, uh, unless he's supposed to be aged down 20 years. <laughs> no, he looks like his current age now. <laughs> also, a couple things about the story that bothered me. Wait, also, did, oh, I'm sorry. Hold go on. ahead, please. Not only him. Also, Orson Welles, 24. Come on, son. Come on, son. John, John, uh, John. Come on, son. <laughs> Orson Welles actually did. I mean, they did a good job to make Tom Burke look like Orson Welles during the Citizen Kane time. You know as well as I do that no man that age could have a connecting goatee that thick. It's absolutely impossible. I also think that he might have been clean shaven at that time. You first of all, you know he was, and I'm not. And if I'm yeah. not mistaken, a little, a little heavier. Yeah, maybe a little bit heavier, right? But yeah. not dramatically. Not they like ho- Orson Welles. Ho- no, they. But I'm just saying they Hollywooded life. him like they do everybody. They made the motherfucker skinnier and older, just like uh, Gary Oldman. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, Commissioner Gary Gordon. I lost it. Oh, so one of those things that they talk about in the movie that I, I did a little research, I found out that it was completely fabricated. Was two main things that bothered me. The Upton Sinclair thing, uh, Mank did not uh, Mank did donate money to Merriman. Never made a big fuss about Upton Sinclair, and that's used as a that whole storyline is used as the reason why he turns on Randolph Hearst. So that's completely fabricated. And also, he never saved that German woman or anyone from that village. That was all made up for the movie. <laughs> the second part. So good. two of the biggest character um, redeeming. Uh, Whatever, yes. yeah. They're completely fabricated for that. <laughs> and also, I feel like this is a movie about a screenwriter that has a really weak screenplay. <laughs> Fucking dying over here. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, David Fincher. I know you love your dad, but I don't think the screenplay is that great. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were taking shots at Citizen Kane. I was like, I can't attest to that, but okay. No, I think the screenplay to Citizen Kane is fantastic. I think the screenplay okay. to Mank is subpar. I don't think it will be getting the same award. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. I just like your heat. That's good heat, John. <laughs> Someone's got to bring the heat. Honestly, got Mank boy over here. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a little manky because I guess I thought that I was gonna hate it. I came in assuming I was gonna hate it. I actually, I watched Seven for the first time all the way through uh, the day before to get into uh, my David Fincher movie. And I'm, I'm now, I guess, Panic Room is now literally the only David Fincher movie that I haven't seen. Oh no, Alien Three, Two, One of the Aliens. Or? Alien Three. Yeah, whatever. So that and Panic Room are the two joints I haven't seen of him. But um, uh, what do you? Uh, two things. Uh, yes. I want to ask you about the. The Upton Sinclair of it all. So yes, am I, I would have right? liked to see more Upton Sinclair. Tell you that much, hundred percent. Um, so that part's bullshit. That's tough because what I was going to ask you is really dependent on all of that being factual. Um, and that is, uh, am I to understand that at this point in time in history, uh, and talk to me like I'm a fucking idiot that doesn't know anything about anything. Am I to understand that at this point sure. in history, uh, uh, Democrats are like kind of just considered rich people, and Republicans are considered like everyday people. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, I, I can't say to that. I do not know for sure. Okay. That's that was the vibe that I was getting from them. Um and I just I don't I don't I didn't know the But answer. all the rich people in this were basically Republicans. You did catch that part. No, I see I thought that that was oh wait. Sinclair is a Democrat. Hold up. Then hold up, I just I'm uh, the conversation with, with Charles Dance, uh Yes. And every, the, the, big, the big conversation where it's like 10 people in the room and everything, where they talk yeah. about it. I thought that the FBI guy was, was hating on Republicans. FBI guy wasn't hating on Republicans? No. He was hating on FDR, who was a Democrat. So then the exact opposite. Okay, so then so the exact opposite of us. So, so the, the same way we think of Democrats and Republicans as today, <laughs> then. Right? Yeah, sure. oh, okay. Although, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say that. Republicans, I think that if you're rich, you're more likely to be a Republican, and if you're poor, you're more likely to be a Democrat. But it's it's a spectrum; it's not a, a definite. Okay, because I'm, I hear all these Jewish last names in the in the 1940s, and well, Jewish people tend to be tend to lean Democratic for the most part. No, uh, no, of, of course, that's exactly what I'm saying, and it's also it's the, the I, I I'm trying to understand so the studio system as as we knew it then, was Jewish Republicans in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to understand, get, too, yeah. and I, I does, they don't go into this in a lot of detail. Hollywood was very much, uh, I'm not going to say pro, but I would say accepting of Hitler because uh, Hitler uh, was at, had a bunch of movies made by Hollywood studios uh, that he but used they were for, hating on him. Oh, but they literally were making fun of him at that dinner party. They were making fun of him, but they didn't. Th- well, again, they said they don't take him seriously. They didn't think of him as a threat. But he was he was throwing money to Holly- the Hollywood system. There were a bunch of uh, propaganda movies made by the Nazi Party through Hollywood studios, directed by Hearst. Uh well, he wouldn't. He didn't direct. He was. He would have anything. He would have been financially backing anything. But uh, his name would have been directly on it. But I can find out more details on that and give it to you because uh, I don't have that in front of me. But that is something that is uh, – there's a weird Hitler in Hollywood. Um, that's why when Charlie Chaplin made his movie, he had to self-finance it because no studio would make it because they didn't want to do anything against Hitler because Hitler was bringing in money to Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. They should have taught me that at school. They don't teach that to anyone. This is stuff that they don't want to <laughs> talk about. That's fucking <laughs> – fascinating yeah man yeah you better say something because i'm just thinking about that now no um so i think that um at the end of the day i don't think this is a bad movie i just think that my i I think uh, this is probably the reason why your expectations were low and you enjoyed it my expectations were very high because i love david fincher and i didn't enjoy it as much although i will say that i have seen since game which i think is very good and i rewatched it within the last couple years and i think that movie is great but i think that um this movie was better to me this time i watched it not dramatically but i enjoyed it more the first time i watched it i i found myself especially in the last 40 getting a bit bored yeah yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah i mean yeah that's like same there's parts that drag a bit but um 
Also, if from... any other filmmaker does that uh, type, type, type sound, uh, exterior flashback or whatever, we're talking shit on them all day. But because it's I, I'm going to hold my tongue. I'm going to hold my tongue, Davey. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I I don't like that. I mean, because you just use... I but like, it fits, though. It, it fits. It's just like... It does like I fit. Said, if it was anyone else, we'd call them dumb. It does fit. Where do you rank this in your Fincher rankings? Uh, so that's why that's uh, where I was going with the alien panic room thing because uh, is it is it safe to say they are on the lower end of the Fincher spectrum? I I would say so. Yes. Got I would I would say if that and you know I'll say Benjamin Button and uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo are on the lower side. I would say this is perhaps the uh, the median. I'll say this is perhaps the the median Fincher where you have it every, right in the middle. You where everything above this is better and everything. So like below Social this is Network, better. Zodiac, or I, I think the. The of two course. best yeah. ones. Definitely better than this. Se- and I think Seven is better than this, too. I think Seven's seven, right above this. Seven, Fight Club, Gone Girl, yeah. The and Game, I, I don't Panic like, Room. Uh, the Game is underneath this. I think I've seen it. You have it, correct? I have not seen The Game. Yeah, the but game, I, the game, I is, the game is underneath this. But, no, but no, no offense. Matter of fact, The Game is directly underneath this, and Seven is directly above this. So it has, it's right in the middle. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's where I'd rank it. It's, it's, Wait, it's, you recently watched Seven? Yeah, I've seen Seven in in like uh, fragments, and I guess over the course of recent years, memes. Um, okay. But uh, I know it's in the box. I found out two days ago. Kevin oh, Spacey's you didn't know it was in the box? I, of course, I knew it. It, it. it was so spoiled for me. Like again, thanks for nothing, Instagram. You yeah, it. it was a it was a goop head. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's all right. I was gonna say goopy. We'll, we'll find out in the edit what she said. Really. <laughs> um. Do you have any other notes for Mank? Uh, I like Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I like when he walked uh, away from the tent and said, uh, any notes? No? All right, cool. <laughs> he was walking up to Amanda Seyfried on set. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, his dialogue is just written as, it's so quippy. He always says the funny right thing, right? So, I which, it. at some point I'm just like, can he just say one thing that doesn't, like... Hey, John, are you ever serious? Only about something Only funny. when it's something funny. <laughs> like... He can't. He can't say a normal thing ever. He's like a child with a PhD. I know. I feel bad for old Sarah. She could do better. I think a hundred uh, fake refugees would say otherwise. Unbelievable. All right. Literally, I think it didn't happen. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's how unbelievable it, works. You got it. Uh, I think it's time to rate this. Uh, do you uh, stream it, skip it, or cue it? See, this is the beef with us introducing Q-It. Now there's too many movies th- th- eligible to get queued. Now everything that ain't great is getting queued. You have is... to make up your mind. It's... <laughs> we can add a fourth I'm... one. No, 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 no. We, no, can, no. Really, base... we can really... No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no. This is not uh, the best podcast of all time, period. Uh, I was... You know what? Especially, especially based off what you just told me about so much of it not being true, um, yeah. I'm gonna have to say skip it. Even though I like it, I'm gonna say skip it. Whoa! I didn't expect the skip it coming from you. It was gonna be a cue it, but now I'm gonna say I'm fucking skip it. So uh, I'm also a skip it, with the one caveat that if you want to, uh, if knowing full well that the story isn't 100 percent accurate, exactly, yeah. Then I would say cue it if you're gonna watch Citizen Kane, so you can get a little more of the backgrounds if you really like Citizen Kane. Otherwise, I think it's a skip it. This is a zero dark thirty to the tune of like they don't even. I don't think anyone mentions that Orson Welles directs Citizen Kane in this movie, do they? Do they bring up that the motherfuckers directing um, the movie? <laughs> I think very briefly in the beginning when they're talking okay. about his RKO deal, but that's about it. I was gonna say I like like if I didn't know that in the back of my head, I don't know that I, that it would have been like very very clear. This movie kind of steers clear from like ever saying that very directly, or or maybe I'm I'm tripping, but I did I just saw it, so I, I don't know whatever. Um, yeah, just skip it because I needed it to be a little more historically accurate. Like, like here's my here's yeah. my question for you. What's that? Do you think it's weird that he goes by Mank? What is that? You think Joe Mankiewicz thinks about that? Mm-hmm. I think he thinks he shouldn't have made them French jokes. I think oh, he definitely doesn't. You throw, you throw one French pun, and all of a sudden the room's against you. Mm. Tom Pelfrey, <laughs> I know from uh, uh, the TV show Banshee, where he plays a reformed white supremacist Nazi, ironically. That sounds like he's not reformed. <laughs> no, you got a good point there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Buffering. Yeah.
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the second annual Streamy Awards! Keeping it wet, keeping it wet, keeping it wet, keeping it wet. You know, the award show where we always keep it wet. Oh, uh, I'm looking for the water, baby! Talk to me! Come on now! <laughs> we What's have up? six awards to give out, as always. Yeah. Those awards are Action Sequence, Acting Performance, Cinematography, Ensemble Cast, Directorial Debut, that's the Stream Pod Special, uh-huh. uh, Best Director, and Pitcher. And never so, forget, we go Best Acting Performance genderless because we better than y'all. Mm-hmm. Progressive. We are better than y'all. I'm the L- <laughs> I'm the LB mayor of this motherfucker. So the way Sinclair. this works is uh, we will... Uh, Nader will uh, give his uh, nominees. I'll give my nominees, and we'll talk it out and decide who the winner is. So, Nader, you ready for <laughs> you ready for the action sequence? Boy, am I ever! All right, so okay. this is my first runner-up, John. Okay, I'm going with the completely stunt uh, uh, stu- uh, stunt uh, recasted fight scene. In the opening of Coming to America, where none of the actors participate, and they just make Eddie Murphy and his daughters look like athletes. What do you think? Runner-up. Action sequence. I mean, that's definitely a runner-up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't have it listed as runner-up, because I haven't 100% decided what my uh, best ones are. But I have uh, the police station fight with the cops and the prisoners from Birds of Prey. That one, that one is very good. Uh, I've I've actually rewatched that one uh, recently, and it is still a runner up for me. Only because uh, the if you when you watch the whole as a scene, I think it's great. But uh, in the movie, it's the they 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 do that same trick where they're breaking someone's knees or joints so sure. many times that the, that it's in that scene so many times. I'm like, oh god, I can't even like. We get it. No one's got knees anymore, Harley. But I, I like the use of the uh, the smoke bombs and the graffiti bombs and the different. Uh, Use of slow mo in an effective way. It's 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 a really it's a cool. I have all the fights since that movie. That's the most memorable one. Oh, me. I think it's the best. I, I, and I say this unsarcastically. I think it's the second best fight scene in the entire uh, DC universe. So um, I I, I really do like that that uh, that that actually. But it is still not number one for me. Okay. Uh, what do you have? What else do you have for action sequence? For runner ups or for my actual answer? No, your answer. We we there's no runner ups. We're just talking it out. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. 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 Well then, cut that. Never. Okay. Uh, my uh, vote and my what I think the best action sequence of the year is going to be the both both sides of the fight in Tenet. Uh, you talking about the temporal pincer movement? <laughs> you got it, man. Temporal pincer movements back and forth. You know, I don't. The, it, oh shit, that's that's JD behind the mask. Oh shit, spoiler. It doesn't matter. See Tenet, don't. Um, but uh, no, I did honestly think uh, all Tenet jokes aside, uh, the action in that movie was. Fucking awesome! The it was hand-to-hand awesome. Co- the hand-to-hand combat was specifically incredible, and uh, the reason I say uh, that the, the temporal whatever the pincer fuck temporal uh, pincer movie shut the fuck like, up don't I, it's a, everyone knows about him shut up I say uh, coming from both directions because uh, uh, the first time you get it you don't get the car chase but the second time you get it you get the car yeah. chase so that as a sequence in general um, I think is awesome and f- to be really real uh, my uh, my I was joking with coming to America honestly I, and Harley Quinn was my runner up. But I think the second best action sequence of the year is the opening to that movie. Uh, okay, yeah. So the the and opera house. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. I would, if anything, I would debate you over which one of those we should go with. Is the yeah? So the, for me, or- I, the, my my thoughts were I had for Tenet. I figured, well, I'm only gonna put one action sequence from Tenet, and for me, I thought the the temporal pincer movement, which obviously goes on for a very long period of time, is fantastic. But you're right, the um, the opera house scene we is saw that incredible together. as well. I, I, that's exactly how I felt when I was watching the beginning of The Dark Knight. And I'll, I'll chase that feeling for the rest of my life. Um, so. Yeah, it was incredible. I think also the old Dark Knight Rises, you mean? No. Or the, what? Oh, you mean the, the bank? The, I thought yeah, the, Dark- the, the heist on the plane. No, although I do love that. But no, that's not as... It's really B- cool Bane, in a different Bane way. ain't Heath. <laughs> and I love Dark no, Knight Rises. Um, but, uh, uh, so I, I'll go I, with either one. What, what do you think? Talk to me. The only other one I wanted to shout out, and I don't think this should win, but I think it was actually pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the way it was uh, choreographed, was the warehouse shootout in Bad Boys for Life, where um, Will Smith, it's like his first job with the new team. Uh, I think that's a fun fight scene that works a little bit. That is, with the, with, the, but, with the falling cars and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's definitely got to be Tenet. Uh, uh, which Dealer's which one choice. do you think has 
So the only thing that I think that as a pure action scene, the opera house is actually better. I agree. But the complexity of the temporal pincer movement and then having the when you they jump back and forth between the two, it's it's so ridiculously cool that I'm happy with either one. But my my heart leans towards the opera house. I I think the answer is the opera house. I'm, I'm, this is exactly why I love doing this podcast with you because um, I needed someone to tell me it's okay to go with my heart and. Uh, I th- it, it, it is the opera house. It is definitely We're the We're doing this for no one but ourselves, Donner. <laughs> I was going to say for the people, but yeah, we selfish as fuck. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the, pe- and the peoples. All right, Nader, before we get into our next category, I have a... I'm just going to take a, a little bite of my uh, snack here. I have a, a Trial of the Chicago 7-Layer Dip next to me. I'm just going to take a quick bite of that. That... That... What? Is that a, What's up? Is that a, is that a joke? Yeah. Is that a joke? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. There's a secret eighth uh, eighth layer, but actually gets uh, removed uh, about halfway through. Oh, Bobby Seal. Seize the yeah. time and the cake. I got you. <laughs> All right, next category. What do you want to do, Nutter? Acting performance? I, what, I, what about more comedy from John? You don't think? I think it went so well a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do it. This one's tough, man. Let's go. Acting performance. Acting performance. I actually don't think it's tough, uh, but I will tell you uh, my three. Hit me. I have a bunch, and I have no idea what they are. We got to figure it out. So uh, for the three I want to highlight, which I think were the best performances, I have Sydney Flanagan from Never Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Uh, she's the, the lead in that movie. It's her first time acting, and uh, she gives a heartbreaking and incredible performance. I know that's a movie you haven't seen, but I highly recommend that. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, which Same. I think is I got her a in fantastic there. performance there. But my winner is, or my personal choice, and we could obviously talk this out, is Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Man, cool, 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 cool. So this well, is what the do you thing. got? This is the thing. <laughs> for me, it's uh, Yu Jung Yoon from Minari, the grandmother from sure. Minari, Chadwick Boseman. The aforementioned, mm-hmm. rest in power, Kaluuya, yeah, and uh, and uh, and Carrie for promising woman. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, listen, they're all great performances. I here. <laughs> go I, ahead. I, what I, you I, I think I have to, I think I have to. I think I have to respectfully. Disagree and not, oh man, it's between Chadwick and Kaluuya for me. Fuck, what's that? So I think that um, what I'll say, and this obviously shouldn't be the reason why, but because we're never going to get another Chadwick performance, I've, and this his performance is incredible. That how can we not give it to him? I I know, but I know that he's going to get a real Oscar that will actually count for something. So I'm not really worried about that. I'm talking about right. This now. is right up there, man. We're like right <laughs> underneath Writers Guild, I think. <laughs> So. Underneath for sure, maybe not right under. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I basically I want to. So, so for, forget that. I want to know you, John Carlo yeah. Esposito. Um, mm-hmm. Did was Chadwick's performance in Ma Rainey better than Daniel Kaluuya's performance in Judas and the Black Messiah? Was it better? Was it better so, acting? So I'll say it this way because it's hard. I, it's hard for me to say definitively one was better than the other, but. Um, if you were to go like per second on screen, Kaluuya's performance is better because he's on screen for less and has just as strong an impact. But because Chadwick's the majority of the film is about him, and he's just he like blows you away. And it's like every time I watch a Chadwick Boseman film, I'm always just so impressed at how he's able to embody a character that's completely different than anything he's done before so incredibly well. And I just it kills me that he's not around anymore because he's so good at everything. Like he's such a chameleon. Like he really was, and uh, it it just sucks. And I, I I love him to death. Crazy choice of words. Um, yeah, I realized that after. <laughs> this is uh, I th- you're you're selling me in the sense that this is, in my opinion, without a doubt and objectively, for that matter, uh, the best uh, Chadwick performance. Um, I think I think it's the best Kaluuya performance, but I think per screen time, there's a chance that uh, Kaluuya's like best 
best acting effort was actually uh, uh, in Widows. Um, but um, he's incredible in Widows. Yeah, like if you if you were to spread that out over the course of a Chadwick sized uh, screen time, then I, w- I would say, man, I uh, and again, I I guess also the fact that they're that ones. You know the thing is also with Chloe is because he's embodying someone that I know and that I've heard before. It's like fuck, he he nailed right. it. Like I can I can literally see that he nailed it. Um, I, I'm I I gotta say I, I I think it's Daniel Kaluuya. I do. All right. I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm good either way. Um, How strongly do you feel though? Because again, I can be swayed. I'm just saying. I, think, I know. I I honestly think though those are those are probably the two best performances. I, it's not. It's obviously it's nothing against Chadwick. Um, I just I, I didn't know. I didn't pick uh, Kaluuya because I 100 percent knew you were going to pick him. But uh, yeah, he was definitely in the conversation for me. Damn, I wish Chadwick didn't do other like period pieces in the same like like costume uh, choice or like era as well. I think that's like what's holding me back too, is because I've seen him as James Brown and I've seen him as Jackie Ralph. I've seen I've literally seen him in this era a bunch of times. Um. Thurgood Marshall. And yeah, us. Uh, all right, last question. I don't mean to beleaguer the point. Uh, no, it's fine. This um, is what we're here for. To beleaguer. Um, this is a beleaguer pod. The high, who's what, what are the, the the high points in each performance? Which mm. which one better? Are there is is the is is the high is the you know what I'm saying like oh, is the best part of Chadwick? Question. Because the best part of Chadwick's to me is the monologue where he explains that his dad sold his house to come back and murder a, a, the family that did it, which is incredible. One hundred percent. And I would say I can't pinpoint it what it is for uh, for Kaluuya, but when speech? he's but when he, but I was gonna say but, but, but when Kaluuya says or is it the private moment with um, Fishback? Could, any of those? Well, I was just gonna say whenever when Kaluuya says something short and poignant, it, it gives me chills. It like like that. Any whenever he says like I am revolution or any any of it, it immediately gives me chills. Kaluuya at the at the rally, I think, versus Chadwick reminiscing, I think, is our is the battle here. What do you think? I mean, it's literally like it's like pulling teeth. Like I could like which one is better? I don't know. They're both incredible. You I I. Now, as we're talking about it more, I'm slightly leaning Kaluuya, but then I, but I, but it's also recency bias because I saw Ma Rainey three, four months ago, and I saw you know Judas you know two months ago or whenever I, I, that was. I, I also just like the movie Judas more and have seen it twice. I'm I'm very prejudiced. Um, I think Judas the Messiah is a better movie for sure, but that doesn't mean that. I mean, also like uh, I, the only thing I'll give uh, Chadwick. Is the rest of the band that he's with? There's no like standout performances of those guys. They're good, but there's no one like great. Oh, I think Glenn Turman is, is the standout. Disagree. Well, I mean, in the point where like you know, obviously Ma Rainey herself, it's incredible Viola Davis's performance in the movie too. She's only in it for a very short period of time, but she's great. Oh no, I, I disagree. I think Toledo is literally Toledo's montage is the sec- I think the second best scene. Oh in the movie yeah, that's is Toledo's true. Montage. It goes Chadwick's. My thing, and then Toledo's like, yeah, before you right, even get right. to the you know next what? Chadwick one, yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. And, again. and Domingo I really Coleman, yeah. It. I would say the stand up bassist, he doesn't get that much play, but um, Domingo he Coleman telling Chadwick that he's not special and then being wrong is fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, man. High, is... high points. But, uh, by the, back to my original question. High, what, uh, what, 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 I think Kaluuya is slightly better, but it's, again, it's like splitting hairs. I, How I, many different yeah. analogies am I going to use? Teeth, <laughs> hair. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's like splitting hairs. You could combine the two. You mean pulling hairs? It's like pulling hairs. You could combine <laughs> the two. Please edit out. You know what? I don't care. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, do you want to come back to this? No. That's not how we do it, baby. Actually, it kind of is honest, what we did last. <laughs> actually, it is what we did last time. No, that's how we. That's how we do Mount Rushmore. All right. I'm. 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 I'm done. I'm here. I'm. Like I said. I'm gonna Chadwick, go whatever Chad, you say. I'm gonna Chadwick's agree with getting because... a real Oscar. I'm not worried about it. Kaluuya. I'm going Daniel Kaluuya. All right, we're going to a real we're giving it to Oscar. Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. Congratulations, Wait, a... Daniel Kaluuya. How dumb am I Kaluuya. gonna look if, if Kaluuya wins that Oscar? Strangely, I'll look dumb as hell. All right. Here's what we'll say: If Kaluuya wins the Oscar, <laughs> we will then retroactively give the award to All right. Chadwick. <laughs> All right. So, so just in case Chadwick wins, you heard oh, your first baby. <laughs> Nader, I'm still a little hungry. I'm going to take a bite. I have a sandwich here. It's uh, a promising young Cuban. <laughs> is the, I, I, I don't know where this 
food humor is coming from? Is this because of like the because of your vaccine underlying condition? What is happening? What is happening? And shut the fuck up. <laughs> Promising young Cuban. All right, our next award is Best Cinematography. The, the dignity and safety from the cake? Jesus Christ. Uh, I only have one uh, uh, answer here. I only have, and it's, it is, it is, it, there's, there's no, uh, oh, I, there's, 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 I there's no competition here, so you can go first. Oh, what do you, well, tell me what you got. No, 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 you go first. It's, it'll, be, it'll be better that way. How dare you? All right, so I put um, The Five Bloods, which is uh, Newton Thomas Siegel. Love it. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is Sean Bobbitt. Wow. And uh, what I think should win is Malcolm Memory, which is Marcel Rev. Uh, the answer is Marcel Rev. Really? Wow. That quick, huh? It was, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, I, I don't think anyone challenged Malcolm Memory this year. Cinematography-wise. I would say there's, there's some stuff in Minari and there's some stuff in Judas and there's some, there's some stuff in some, mm-hmm. there's stuff in, in the movie that I'm going to mention a lot later on here. Um, but I would agree if anything, uh, give, give a runner up to, to, to the five bloods i have the same the same uh not thing written down but i agree with that i'm with you yeah i think that's uh well that's the only, that might be the only one that we have uh <laughs> unanimous uh support behind hey you know what it is you utopian son of a bitch all right we go to our next category but first i'm gonna take a sip i'm a little thirsty i'm gonna have some uh mankashevitz <laughs> that z just for no reason <sighs> Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Ugh is <laughs> Our right. Our next category. <laughs> Our next category is best ensemble cast. Um, a couple of different choices here. Uh, I know one that you definitely didn't put. I have is One Night in Miami. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I have one that you definitely didn't put. And which I also is, have. Oh, sorry. oh, go ahead. No, no. no um, go. Rose Island. I don't know that movie. Uh, that is a movie about. That's the the uh, English title language. Um, I cannot pronounce it in Italian. Uh, it's a movie about the this guy that literally built his own island uh, off the coast of Italy, and and made it a country. Oh, wow! Yeah, that's great. I think I recommend this you is a, back when I worked for Netflix. Um, but I, uh, maybe not. This is a, it's a Netflix film. Is this a feature film? It's a feature film. Yes, it's a feature film. It is a uh, historical fiction. It's uh, literally it's it's like it's like a fun movie because they just get drunk on the island until the fucking army comes and literally blows it up uh, with a bomb. <laughs> So, oh, wow. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, wow, that's intense. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's comedy. I also, I also thought the other two that I thought were uh, have a chance of uh, being our winners would be uh, Defy Bloods and The Trial of Chicago 7. Uh, I would add in Soul as well. Uh, I don't count Ensemble Cast if it's uh, animated. Okay. Personally. I don't care because uh, I don't think Soul's that much of an ensemble. I think it's just that I like the whole cast. I like Jamie Foxx's performance in it because he, he doesn't sound at all like Jamie Foxx. And I think nah, I, I think I'm stretching the definition of ensemble. That's that's a, that's a buddy, yeah. it's a buddy movie. But everyone else on the side is just is just fun. And I like them. So uh, uh, I have my answer. If you know what yours is, I'm I'm ready. Oh, what's yours? Uh, my winner for ensemble cast is Minari. Oh, okay, yeah. So I didn't. I don't think of that as a. Ensemble? Oh, but really? it kind of is. Oh, yeah. I was like, I definitely do. Maybe, I guess the I, sister I, doesn't I, get burned, but the, everyone else does. Didn't didn't cross my mind uh, as a as an ensemble, but yeah, I mean, it, it is almost entirely an ensemble. Yeah. It doesn't, it, there's no one person that it really focuses on. It starts off focusing on the dad, then it becomes well, about the grandma, then it becomes about the son, then it becomes the grandma, then the son, and then, you know. Yeah. And for a well, little bit, it's it, about it a white lo- guy. It's not really about him. <laughs> but he's Ever. but he's nice to them and that's what counts. Yeah. Uh we'll stop Asian hate for one. So for all for all. Uh yeah, for one and for all. Uh that's not what I meant. But um okay, so you think Minari over five bloods? Uh Minari over five bloods, Minari over five bloods. Uh no, I'll give you five bloods. Yeah, I think I think five bloods just because how immediately like that first scene when in the hotel when they meet up and how you're like these these are clearly friends like it, it just felt so it felt so good and then like how the story devolves i think it's i'm happy to give you an it's fan. I'm, I'm sorry to give, wow uh please say the name the five bloods thank you there you go <laughs> yeah, all right so uh give me the award for best ensemble cast to the five bloods yeah. all right our next award is directorial debut not our this is our 
our our our specialty. We we, we love this category. This is the one that's close to us. Uh, I have one answer and one answer only, and I hope it's the same as yours. No, we we have the same answer, but I do want to shout out uh, three other movies that I really enjoyed that were directorial debuts. Hit me, and that would be Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman, Jessica Swall for Summerlin, and Cooper Rafe for uh, Shit House. But the winner, Nodder. Uh, Got to be the 40-year-old version. Rather blank. All day. Uh, this movie, uh, it blew me away. It's it's so good. I'm, it's, I, so, it, it's so it, it, it truly warms my heart to know that you liked it as much as me and Tara. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I, I don't think there's another movie this year that I watched, like, literally back-to-back. Where I was like, just <laughs> play it again. <laughs> like, just put it on again because I need it. Um, I... I I, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed it from start to finish. I really the did. The story of Rada and uh, fr- friend and former guest of the pod, uh, Sean Darrow. After you recommended it, watched it and texted me immediately. It was like, damn, that movie's great. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I, I would say not since like top five have I had a reaction to a movie um, similar to this, where I'm like in love with a dramedy uh, that really is a dramedy and isn't like some bullshit excuse for one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Rada Rod- Blank story of. Uh, of be- what should we say, becoming a rapper? I don't even know how to describe the movie, but of just being her goddamn self is uh, nothing but fun. And uh, everyone should watch the 40 year version on Netflix and never stop watching it because it'll be on there in me and John's favorite word, perpetuity. That's right. Yep. All right, we're going to go to our next award. But first, Nader, I'm going to have a quick bite of uh, my main course here. I have a, a Judas and the Black Shashuska. I wish I could break my microphone, but I can't because it's too expensive. Um, Best director, John. We're doing best director. Yes. Um, uh, I actually have one uh, answer for this. Oh, okay. I have two answers that I wrote down. I have uh, Chloe Zhao for No Man Land, mm-hmm. and I have Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Wow. Wow. I have neither. I have Spike Lee for The Five Bloods. Uh, Spike Lee was just just he was he'd be third in my rankings. But give me give me yours again. I'm I'm happy to to, to come off Spike. I had No Man Land and um, uh, Minari. No man. So oh yeah, no, with, no uh, man. Hundred no, percent, no man land. No man It's just because I mean, half the actors are legitimate nomads and non-actors, and uh, the movie's beautiful. And oh wait, from a direction. Wait a minute. Hold up. No man land. Or what was the other one? What was the other one? Minari. Nah, nah, nah. Minari. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I go Minari. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, uh, you, I mean, you like Lee Isaac Chung. Lee Isaac Chung in Minari. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, this is this is why. I sorry. I had to think about it for a second. Uh, everything sure. you're saying about. Uh, Nomadland is true, and yeah. uh, this is definitely going to come up in, in our picture conversation, but the, the difference between that and everything else is that uh, Nomadland, as a movie, and as incredible as it is, is still something that I have seen before. I have seen an indie movie yeah. with non-actors, shaky cam, one person, minimal talking, uh, travel across the America. I, I've, I've seen that movie uh, in a in mm-hmm. hundred different ways. Uh, so that that is the thing that makes it not special. Uh, whereas... The physical directing of the actors, hundred percent. Yes, I'm I'm with you on that. So I gotta go. I gotta go. Nari. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, no, right, no love for for Shaka King for for Judas and the Black Messiah. Nothing. I'm I'm, I'm very open no. to, to direct it. Okay. I think I think as just far as directing, I think that I would have Spike Lee over over that. I would have him probably in my top five. But uh, are you a a, a a Woody Allen kind of guy? That's not. I should never say it like that anymore. But I'd mean that because uh, I'm not a Woody Allen kind of guy. No, I mean, I, uh, I like my women uh, to be age appropriate and and not your former daughter. Um, no, no, no. I, I meant that in the sense that Woody <laughs> Allen is uh, is a director of actors. He he very yes. famously does not interfere with the lighting or the cinematography. None of that shit. He just directs his actors. Um, so by that stance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, close out. Is Woody Allen? I think even she would agree with me on that one. You know, we'll, we'll get her on the phone one day. I don't think she would agree with you. Nah, 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 nah. Um, but uh, I heard I, her in an interview the other day. She's like, "I'm Woody Allen." <laughs> she took off a mask and everything. Um, yeah, she was jumping on Oprah's couch, screaming, "I'm Woody Allen." Uh, so, uh, but but Jason Michael Sai, I, I would say, is is a movie where the directing is is not that because you let you let Kaluuya and Lakeith right. do their thing and then you create the movie around them. You know what I mean? You trust Dominique Fishback yeah. to, to play her role and hit her marks and then you make the tone around that, which is to me the more impressive thing, I think. So what do right. what what do you what do you go with? I can be I'm I can be swayed anyway. I like all these directors. So I mean I mean it's so hard to to pinpoint it 
to like one like certain criteria for directing because I feel like like you said directing can take on so many different um, facets. Woody Allen's, but yeah, you get the Woody Allen for example. Uh, Woody Allen. Uh, so I have a weird thing with Woody Allen. I just want to talk about this for two seconds. Oh, a second weird thing. I. No, no, no. I, I, all, about all the stuff about him. So it's one of those weird things. When I first started to get into movies, uh, comedies were my favorite genre. And I was told Woody Allen made a lot of really great comedies. So I went and I watched almost every Woody Allen movie. I think I've seen all but like six or seven. And then most of them are recent ones because I don't want to watch him anymore. But I have this weird reverence for these movies that I saw and loved when I was younger and my opinion about Woody Allen, the person that I can't stand. And I find it completely impossible to watch any of his movies right now, but I still have a love for a lot of his work. And I don't know how to reconcile that in my brain. (laughs) Uh, The same way I do with R. Kelly. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Um, so we're giving it to Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Yes, please. If it's that, if, if it's for you, it's that or um, uh, Nomadland. Yes, that's that's it, Minari. Okay. Although I really, I should have had Spike Lee in my uh, my list because I I did I did love uh, the way that movie is. The, uh, I had the reason Spike was my only one is because I didn't feel too strong. It's also different for him too. Yes, true. Um, but the reason I had Spike as my winner was because, he, for me, Spike's movie did uh, two of the things we just talked about at the same time, which is it pull it it, it pulled out perhaps Delroy Lindo's best performance, um, and it also was like mm-hmm. a brand new vibe for Spike. Um, so that's why I, uh, Spike was on my mind. But uh, I got no beef with Lee Chunk. Um, yeah, love it. Nari. All right. Now it's time for the final award, but real quick, I'm going to take a bite of my appetizer I had here. Forgot about it. I have some Cal Minari. <laughs> I, I realize now if I edited this podcast, I could, I could make shit like this not happen. But I don't, so I can't. Yep. Sucks to be you. A little bit. Our final category is Best Picture. Um, I'm assuming it's stuff we've already talked about. <laughs> Uh, the three I want to put up, uh, knowing what I think some of yours are, but I think these three are in my conversation for best movies, would be Never Rarely, Sometimes Only, which I know you're not going to pick because you haven't seen it. All good. Uh, but I have Judas seen Black Billy Messiah. Irish. Life's a little blurry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Judas and the Black Messiah and um, Promising Young Woman. Now, what are yours? Judas and the Black Messiah is my runner-up, and my winner is the 40-year-old version. Oh, I didn't think you were going that way. Oh, yeah. You seemed very confident that you I knew what my answer was. Interesting. I, I thought you were going to say Minari, because I know how much you love Minari. No, no, no. Minari would be my third. Uh, Minari, Judas, 40-year-old version. I, I definitely would say that the best, the best picture of the year uh, for me is the 40-year-old version. Without a doubt, actually. Ooh. Yeah. I think I think I like Judas better than um, 40-year-old version. Damn. You've put me in that. It's funny because you're on this podcast. Uh, all I'm doing is caping for Kaluuya over uh, Chadwick. But right now, I'm, I, I don't know that I'm budging, John. I, I, this, this, is, this is my bid for 40-year-old version. Uh, show Please. me, show me, a, or and and this is directly compared to Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Show me another movie like mm-hmm. 40-year-old version. Because I'll show you another movie like like Judas and the Black Messiah. It won't be good, but I'll show it to you. Okay. All right, but I, I don't think you measure how good a movie is based on whether someone else has done it worse before. No, I'm saying that the 40-year-old version <laughs> is wholly original, and Judas and the Black Messiah yeah, is it, the best version of something. Right, but then again... How it's hard to make a biopic um, wholly original in that it's taken from material that's already happened and people know. I agree. I think it's harder to make something out of nothing. I think it's way harder to make something out of nothing. No, no. Well, it's not out of nothing. It's just it's it's a version of her life. So she wrote the story of her life, but it's done in a in a fantastic way. But I think that to say that if you're saying that 
Judas and the Black Messiah shouldn't get enough credit because it's the best version of something that's been no, done no, no, before. No, no, I'm, I'm just that's just my first argument. That's just my first. Okay. Your counter argument. <sighs> I love saying Jonathan because <laughs> it's not yeah, your name. It's not yeah, my name. I know. No, no, no. Part of it's my name. Um, what is um? Okay, so it's interesting. So let's think. I think Judas and the Black Messiah is. Obviously, incredible film. You obviously agree. You have it as your number two. Uh, I think the importance of a movie itself, I think of the course. story of Fred Hampton is one that's not told. Ten times over by importance. Yes, of course. But we're also talking about yeah. the story of a, uh, uh, a uh, of a black woman in black and white who does not uh, have the body type of uh, the, the of Beyonce or whatever. So Agreed. I'm just saying. Agreed. Shout out my girl Rada. No, I, uh, I, I think that... Um, but then again, it's also Rada Blank who's writing and um, not completely producing, but she's getting production from. Uh, it's produced by uh, Lena Waithe. Right? Grab Productions, yes, sir. Um, so it's not a major studio, obviously, because uh, I don't think that would happen. I don't think Judas and the Black Messiah is a, is a major studio. Is it? Is it Warner Brothers technically? This is Warner oh, Brothers, and they and they Which is and they the, paid for it. Like, it was wasn't required by them. I should specify. Oh, I, I that I don't know. Gotcha. I mean, it was it was produced by Ryan Coogler. I, I, maybe they did. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, I mean, and they probably did. I mean, Ryan Coogler now has that um, cachet. Let's 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 think of it more like this, because I think this is where we can uh, make some headway. Uh, okay, here we uh, go. Acting wise, I think yes. Judas is better, right? Give it the right? edge. No, yeah. Okay. Give me give me another category. Um, how about action sequence? <laughs> How about maybe like cinematography or some shit that makes sense? <laughs> no, I was just going through our, our awards. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I thought it was going to be another fucking food um, joke. And was gonna cinematography, I would say. I, <laughs> cinematography is actually pretty close also. I agree. I mean, it's obviously very, very different. I would probably give the edge to. I don't know who I'd give the edge to. Uh, for this one. I think I give the edge to Judas because I had it in my short list and you didn't. Have I'm I'm fine with that forty year old version. I uh, I'm very so happy would, to put Judas in my shortlist for cinematography. Um, strength of performances is the first thing I, I said. Oh, well, we did that already. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies. All right. Um, no, here's another case number for you. Is um, uh, uh, set design or production design, which I think again very close because I think she really has an eye for New York, and, and me and you living here definitely can like yeah. see that that is New York. Um. Matt, actually, wow! I think I would give them the edge. I think I, I would give I would I would give costumes to Judas, but I would give production design to to forty year version. Yeah, uh, I would I would agree with that. Um, and then I guess directing. I think I think we we both would say forty year old version, <laughs> which would give it the edge it needs for me to be right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that has us even in the categories that we picked. Oh, I thought that one gives it the edge. Have you been, have no, you been counting? Three three, I haven't man. been counting. Whatever. Um, all right. So have I have, Wait, we... have I convinced you or not? No. All right, then convince me. All right. Then it's your turn, buddy. What's, what's what are we doing? No, because I, I, I've done to, my best. I, I, I did what I could. Let's play, let's play the, the, the five years from now game. What are we, we going to look back and be like, oh, no, we should have picked that. Or we'll be like, we got that one right. Which is impossible to do, but think in that, in that respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's easier to do once the Oscar's given out. Because um, they haven't boned either of well, these Well, the movies. Oscar is not going to go to the 40 year version, which has been true. nominated for zero it's, things. But it's, but it's also not going to go to Juice and Black Messiah, to be perfectly frank. Um, it is definitely not. Uh, <laughs> it's probably going to be Nomadland. Um, five years from now, we're going to be like... What? I'm going to put it this way. Five years from now, what's the movie that we're going to say uh, this is still part of the zeitgeist in a way? It's, I think it's, that it's respect, definitely Judas. Judas I, think, I think, no, that's yeah. But I think you're, I think the problem with the, the, the thought process that you're going with on this one, which I don't even wholly disagree with, is that if, if I, if I may, culturally speaking, we're going to, Five years from now, we're going to be in a place yeah. where more stories like Judas and the Black Messiah 
and hopefully more stories like the 40-year-old version are being made. The simple and plain reality of it is that there will obviously be more Judas and the Black Messiahs than the 40-year-old versions made. So for that reason, I disagree with you because I think five years from now oh. we're not going to have a problem remembering Judas and the Black Messiah because it'll be because it's great right now. It's not it's not not getting its its praise as we speak in this moment. Whereas for me, forty year version is definitely not like the same way I was like Chadwick is getting his motherfucking Oscar. Um, Ron is not. Yeah, but does she deserve an Oscar for Best Picture right now? You think for this year, if you were to, if she was. If you were part of the Academy, would you pick her yes. as your choice for best picture? I would pick this movie. If I was the Academy, yes, I would pick this picture as my choice for. Uh, but 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 it's, but it's because I I hold it would be and again nothing against Judas. Obviously, I love this movie. Um, it's yeah. it's just about uh the like I said the the, the fact that we I mean I had that it's not and I'm not trying to, to to trivialize black movies or whatever. But like I said, we'll we'll have more historically black movies. Well, I mean, they're both black stories. No, no, no but I'm, but I'm, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying we'll have more black historical stories five years from now. I can't right. guarantee we'll, I'll, I'll see another movie like this again, really. Well, the thing about 40-year-old version is that it's hard to have it again because it is so uniquely personal. Yeah. So even if there is another story about a, a woman who a black woman who's struggling then her, uh, you know, showing her like... But that's not even through, like... It's not even... Know, a, it is about a struggling, but it is, it's it's like an upbeat... Not not super oh, yeah, serious, without a doubt. not overwrought. Like I don't know, and like shout out to the scene where she chokes uh, the, the 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 playwright or the critic. Like oh my god, just too too good. It's very good, and the scene with the with the with the bum that he's like I'm not, I'm not like the making fun of the magical Negro trope is very good. I'm not, I'm really and I talk to me. listen talk to me I'm not ang- we do the I'm not angry I'm not angry about either one of these winning I just think that Judas and Black Messiah is a better movie I've seen them both twice have you seen them both twice uh, I have not seen 40 year old version twice you have seen Judas twice I watched Judas twice got you I, I, I mean like, I'll say Judas but it, it won't be it just won't be true like I, I mean I will succumb, but well, that's like me saying, "Oh, it's forty, but it's not, but it's not." I know, I John, I know. This, what do we do? How do this we is not the second annual streamies. We don't have any fucking precedents. Mm-hmm. It was so much easier last year. <laughs> yeah. John, John just took a fake note. No, no, it was a text message. Oh, John just took a fake text message. Oh, no, that's my mom. She said, "How was a high sleep?" It was a high sleep. Well, that was I was. Whatever. It was an O-L, uh-huh. and then she gave me an O, an OK, because she didn't mean to say O-L the first time. Did she hit you with the asterisks? No asterisks. Parents don't know Mom, about the asterisks. Mom's old school. You don't do asterisks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think parents, they know about the, they'll send the completely separate asterisks. They'll be like the wrong answer, the right answer, then an asterisk in the third message, but never together. <laughs> um, you right, want fine. a random, you I'll want give, a I'll, random... I'll, I'll, what I'll give it to you. I'll, you can have it, John. It's fine. It's okay. Well, I don't. You don't like it, do you? I don't like the way you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I can go back to the old faithful, spin the wheel, and we have to deal with the result. <laughs> no, no, I don't like that at all. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to say Judas and the Black Messiah is the best picture of the, is, of the year. It's okay. Hold on, here it comes. <laughs> this okay. is this is honestly just a case of best and favorite for me. We do this on every other episode. And it's spinning. I can't see what it stopped on. Pretty sure it's forty year old version though. I didn't see it yet. I'm fairly certain it's forty it's forty year old version. What did it say? Forty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, we got a winner. <laughs> okay, there we go. Congratulations, Red and Black. <laughs> Yep. Am I supposed to make her a speech for her? What are you looking at me for? Yeah. yeah oh, this okay. is your speech time. <laughs> Congratulations, Rada Bank. Throwing it to you, Nader. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Honestly, my, my mind just went blank. I didn't know. I couldn't think of words. I was, I mean, I can't believe you went with random spin the wheel because I was literally just saying that I'm, I think it's more of a case of Judas is the best and 40 version is my favorite. But you gave it all to right, me you're anyway. You're right. You're right. So, <laughs> nope. You're right. It's okay. Judas. Judas it is. All right. Judas it is. <laughs> We needed the wheel to tell us. The wrong answer? Yeah, because okay. that's how we knew what the real answer was. Okay. 
All right. Well, end the podcast because I have to go take uh, our future guest to Ikea. All right. Well, congratulations to Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> congratulations Before. to all the nominees, really. <laughs> I mean, it's an honor to be nominated. We all know that. Um, okay, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Nader, do you have any last looks for the people? Uh, but before we get to the last looks, I just got to say, uh, you know, thank you to all the nominees. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll be getting your Golden Daughter Waters in the mail this year. So that's... and that's, G-dubs. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so it's obviously a golden splash of water coming from uh, the daughter of Woody Allen. And it's in bronzed because we're cheap. So uh, that's coming in the mail, but, you know, COVID, so give it some time. Uh, uh, last look for me is going to be Pele on Netflix about Pele. You like that movie? Ugh, man, one of the best. <laughs> uh, I'm recommending uh, Blow the Man Down, which is uh, available on Amazon Prime, which is uh, a really interesting story about a um, a Maine fishing town. People are going to think you were laughing at the movie, <laughs> but you were laughing at the Pele thing. Next episode, we are going to be watching... Bad Trip, available on Netflix. And if uh, you want to follow us on social media, not at work, can the people follow us? You can follow us on Twitter, that's at the stream underscore pod, or on Instagram, that's at the stream pod. Or you can email us at Gmail, that's at, no, there's no ats, I guess, for Gmail. No, just, email, you don't, email you just go. Not you, at. You there's just an go. at there, but it's later on. I got you. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the stream pod at gmail.com, I'm so sorry. No, it's. I can it's only apologize. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show, tell a friend. We'll be back in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it wet. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, uh. Good morning to you. Good morning to you When I see your face and you wave your hand And I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand With the sun through the blinds and you play my jam Good morning to you When I see your face and you wave your hand And I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand With the sun through the blinds and you play my jam Good morning to you When I see your face and you wave your hand And I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand With the sun through the blinds and you play my jam Good morning to you It's 7.33 in the a.m. Looking at you like, hey man, we don't even need conversation. Just conversing through all of your curves. Running my index up and down your spine. My cardio version is back. Seeing a half a glass full of wine from the night before. Room full of clothes on the floor. Designer attack. Sun through the blind, but I'm blind to the fact. You should be mine, but your pride is intact. And my ego is bad, but I'm working on that. Snap. Okay, shit, we don't even need no role play. I just wanna do it like the old days. I remember your spot in this always. Never gonna change. Biting your lower back for pleasure and pain. But you could care less, no makeup is on. Your hair is a mess, you're hogging the covers, but damn it, I'm honest. Good morning to you. When I see your face and you wave your hand and I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand with the sun through the blinds and you play my jam. Good morning to you. When I see your face and you wave your hand and I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand with the sun through the blinds and you play my jam. When I see your face and you wave your hand and I kiss you on the cheek and you take my hand with the sun through the blinds and you play my jam. Good morning to you. I don't know what else I can do to you. Gross. Um... <laughs>